All right, so we're live. Welcome to the He Said, We Said podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Dara. This is my wife, Dara. And it's Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Uh, for those that are listening on the podcast, uh, you won't be listening live, obviously. But uh, today we're reading from day 29 in the Chosen Devotional. Uh, always start the show like this. We love The Chosen, and yes. we think you should check them out. Uh, download The Chosen app, and uh, you can stream it. You can watch it. It's super great. Yep. Also, Episode 4 of of season season two. two comes out on Tuesday. True story. So, and we're giving away this chosen devotional as well as this chosen devotional. Both are 40 Days with Jesus, book one, book two. So two lucky winners. One is going to win this, one's going to win this. And um, you can go and win this by simply going uh, to what you see on the screen. It says uh, go to 633, the number 633.today forward slash chosen. You can enter for free to win and actually by sharing like our podcast links, stuff like that, you get a whole bunch of entries. So please enter to win. Also, if you're not already subscribed, we would encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash he said, we said, we love anchor. It's a great free podcasting resource. You can start your own podcast there. Um, but also you can subscribe on uh, iTunes, wherever your favorite podcast place is hooked up. Um, we're doing this through restream. So if you're leaving comments on Facebook when we're live, we may not see them. We hope that we do. So uh, please drop your comments in there. Uh, and hopefully we will see them come through. But that being said, here's how it works. Um, there's like a little page and a half here, two pages that we read, and then there are some questions that we wrestle with. So when we get to the wrestling questions, feel free, pause it. Like wrestle with the questions yourself. Uh, you can always hit pause. You don't have to wrestle with them in real time. Also, if you're driving when we pray, uh, yeah, keep your eyes open. God still hears your prayers with your eyes open. So that's it. So um, subscribe to the podcast uh, and register to win one of these chosen devotionals, which you see on the screen, the address to, and what else, baby? And if you want a Bible yeah. beyond what app on your phone, if you want a physical paper Bible and you don't have one, send an email to... Uh, you can send an email to support at jesusway.xyz or just DM me if you're listening to this on social uh, with your name and address and we'll buy you one to mail it to you. No strings attached, yeah. no no plus shipping. It's not to get you on a list or anything like that. It's just to give you a Bible so you can learn who Jesus is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's mm -hmm. good. Thank you for remembering <laughs> that. All right. That being said, uh, today we're going to start and it's called Presence uh, and it starts with a ver couple verses from Mark. Uh, Mark chapter 2, verses 25 through 28, it says, In the days of Abiathar, the high priest, David entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, <gasps> which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Oh, that made the religious leaders so mad. Uh, it says the disciples were walking town to town with Jesus, listening to him teach and watching him heal. More than that, they were getting to know him on a personal, intimate level. They were hanging out, telling stories, laughing, eating, and sleeping. They were communing with him. I'm guessing the more time they spent with Jesus, the less anyone else's opinion of them mattered. Fact. Right? <laughs> then again, the Pharisees had power, and they were there were consequences for breaking the Sabbath law, like imprisonment and even death by stoning. That is so nuts, isn't it? I imagine the moment of confrontation had a few of the disciples shaking in their sandals. Perhaps the hotheads were clenching their fists. <clears throat> Peter. Maybe a few were so sick of religious regulation, they'd grown apathetic. Regardless, all disciple eyes were on Jesus as he stood his ground in the field of grain. And then he took the ground and told them, 
This Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Two sentences that were not great for Pharisee relations. The Sabbath was made for man meant that God, one of God's purposes in creating the law was to bless. He wanted people to rest and refuel, to spend time with family and friends, and to be intentional about remembering his blessings, provision, and constant presence. Hashtag self-care. The Sabbath was intended to be life-giving and in harmony with its first observance, the day God rested after creating life. Conversely, not man for the Sabbath. Verse 27 meant that man was not, uh, or excuse me, that man was not supposed to be burdened by the rule as if serving it. Simply, God simply desired communion with his people. Void of the tasks that distracted them during the week, he wanted them to be present with him and for them to be more aware of his presence with them. The basic requirements for any healthy relationship. That's important, I'll say, right? Mm -hmm. But then the conversation got dicey. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Up until that point, perhaps a few of the Pharisees were tracking with Jesus. Lest we impugn King David, perhaps this plucking thing isn't worth our time. And since these men were just eating and not cooking, we've probably bitten off a little more than we could chew here, no pun intended. Wait, did he just imply that he's the Lord of the Sabbath? Yep. Jesus repeatedly referred to himself as the Son of Man, a reference not lost on the prophecy experts. He was talking to... Uh, it's how Daniel referred to the coming Messiah in the 6th century B.C. And now Jesus used it to refer to himself and assert the only logical conclusion. He is Lord. He rules over the Sabbath. First David, then Daniel. It was one of the two Old Testament... It was the one-two Old Testament punch that threw the Pharisees off balance enough to end the exchange right there, for the time being anyway. Here's the irony. These Pharisees' regulations, which protected the tabernacle pomp and circumstance they adhered to, and the Sabbath rest they so keenly enforced, were all for the purpose of acknowledging and honoring God's presence. Yet standing in front of them was the one their lives revolved around, and they refused to see it. Mm -hmm. The disciples saw it, the needy crowds that came from far and wide saw it, but these men so close in proximity to Jesus, both physically and intellectually, somehow could not. Perhaps if they'd been more willing to set aside the distracting tasks of the day in exchange for more of God's presence, they would have. Because he was in the room. Hmm. Prayer focus. It says, ask God to forgive you for when you've prioritized things over his presence and ask him for eyes to see when he's there. Okay, God, we just, um, we know that there are times that we just aren't giving you our attention and we're not fully present with you. Lord, we just pray we pray for your presence to be with us, and we pray that you would open our eyes to see that you are here with us. We pray that you would help us to acknowledge you in every moment and live our lives remembering that you're walking with us and that you're not just some cosmic vending machine we go to when we need stuff or when we're in trouble. Lord, help us to honor you with our whole lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Moving forward. Okay on this delightful Mother's Day. Babe, what do you prioritize over spending time in God's presence? What are some of the things you prioritize? Purposely? Nothing. 
No. Okay. In real life. In real life, um, for me, prioritizing things over God's presence looks like getting distracted in the morning. Mm. Um, instead of, I bring down my phone with me um, just so I can stay on track of the time and everything, but there are some mornings I go to that first mm. before I open my Bible. Mm. Whereas if I was truly prioritiz- prioritizing my time with God, it would have been opening my Bible first. That makes sense. Like just set an alarm on the Alexa and not worry about your phone kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing for me. Like uh, I get wrapped up in stuff I need to do for like business creation and, and start getting focused on that when I'm like, I know I haven't finished the stuff that I like committed to do today. Like as far as my Bible reading and stuff, sometimes I'll be like, okay, well I got most of it done, but I really got to get on this while it's fresh in my mind. Whereas I know better. I could make a note and then if something popped in my head and then go back to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not even so much the Bible time as it is having that time kind of like quality of time. Yeah, being intentional in the relationship and starting with the conversation with him, going to God first in conversation in the morning as opposed to it be the equivalent of you and I sitting on the sofa just both on our phones yeah. when I should be talking to you in that moment. It I was I have found myself in recent work weeks doing that with God. That makes sense. Well, stop. I'm just kidding. I'm only teasing because I know I've I've been guilty of doing the same thing. So um, it says, "What in what area of your life are you rejecting Christ's lordship?" Hmm, that's a that's a good question. That's a hard question to be honest about. I'm going to say none, but only because I have become intently intentional. In recent weeks, um, when I do open up my Bible in the morning, even if it was if delayed okay, mm-hmm. or distracted, I'm inviting God in personally before I start. Yeah, but what do you think it means by his lordship? I, I It means you're, you're accepting his instruction, his leadership. So to do that, you have to go to him for these things. And that's what I'm saying. I, I'm being intentional in everything to go to him. And to have his will over. Yeah. But right now, I don't think there's anything that I am rejecting. Just because I'm being intentional, giving it to him first. I would say, for me, like, I, I read that differently. I'm like, when I look at it, like, you know, the Pharisees rejected his lordship in the sense that, like, he was saying, you know, I'm I'm God over everything. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't think I'm intentionally, like, going, you're not God over everything, but... To me, when I read the question, like, where are you rejecting his lordship? I think it's like, where are you trusting yourself to get it done? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing I, I trust myself to get done without him. Mm. I mean, legit, that's how, yeah. but that's me. Yeah, I don't, I, I want to, I wouldn't agree with that for me all the time. I would say there are times, like, I'm not saying, like, I don't include him, but I think there's a difference between 100%, you know, all in, mm-hmm. Jesus like this, this, I, I'm not going to do this without like feeling like Jesus blessing is on it versus there are times where I'm like, I'm going to do this. I think it's the right direction to go. Right. And, uh, you know, hopefully God, if it's not, you'll, you'll let me know. Do you know what I mean? I do. So when I read that question, I like, I don't think there's something where I'm like, Jesus is not Lord. But when I think of areas like, okay, if, if I, uh, if I'm not committing my health Fully to God, 
I'm, then I'm not recognizing his lordship as it relates to my health. If I'm not committing my words to God, I'm not fully committing to his lordship. If, uh, if I get frustrated because somebody's stupid, uh, even if they are being stupid, uh, because it's reality, people do. I, sometimes I'm stupid uh, in the way I behave. But like if somebody's being a jerk, sometimes, you know, even though I trust that God is good and I trust that Jesus is Lord, I still will be like, okay, but what are the things that I can do in this situation versus sometimes just stepping back and being like, okay, like Moses' mom, put the baby in the basket and just sometimes you just got to not even not even respond, not even argue, not even have a conversation mm-hmm. because when you know somebody's intent is not good, I think there's, I, I go back and forth where I'll struggle and I'll be like, I, in my head, I know Jesus is Lord, but in my mind, I'm like, what can I do? Even though I know there's nothing, it's like I still sometimes will go, but there's got to be something. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what that says to me. So I would say in areas of my life, dealing with frustrating people, sometimes I still um, struggle with just going, all right, God, you got it. Mm-hmm. So this, what's your favorite thing, babe, about spending time with God? And what do you need to change to be able to spend more time with him? Mm. One of my favorite things that come is that wisdom and peace and this closeness of relationship. Because if I don't spend time with him, I don't know him and I'm never going to draw closer and I'm never going to get to know him better. And every time I get to know God better, I get to know something about me better. Mm, I like it. And it makes me a, a better person, a more complex individual at times. Because my relationship is going deeper, mm-hmm. but it just makes me a better person. It makes me more Christ-like because I have the character to follow. And what's the challenge I see in it, or what? No, no, no. What's the? It, no, the second part of it was what do you need to change in order to be able to spend more time with him? Well, clearly I need to stop bringing my phone to my prayer chair um, where, where I spend my Bible time in the morning. That would probably... Seems like a good plan. That would be a wonderful start. It's just not even bring my, my phone to that vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I would say for me, one of my favorite things about just spending time with God is that when I when I truly am just spending time and saying like god what do you want to show me what do you want to teach me i feel like it brings me a sense of um clarity and peace when i give him that Mm -hmm. full full attention and the thing i need to do to spend more time with him i mean we i we do spend a lot of time with him um but i think sometimes too as i'm studying i'm spending time studying god not necessarily with god Mm. right like when i'm listening to like Bema, like a podcast. I'm like, okay, now academically, I'm I'm trying to learn about the scriptures and the time, but but that's not time in the Bible. That's mm-hmm. that's like a class, really. But so I think to spend more time with God, the thing that I need to do is when I'm reading the Bible. Sometimes I'm reading it, going, okay, now how am I going to plan this message? Instead of reading, like God, what do you want to show me? Okay, okay. That's what I would say for me. So. So maybe a little less head knowledge, more personal relationship? No, just a little different focus when I'm reading the Bible. Like like, like in my morning study time, set aside time where it's, okay, I'm preparing to write something versus I just want to commune with you, God. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, making the, making the communing time purposeful and the, the, the study pre- preparation time 
purposeful and, and recognizing in order to make that study and prep time better for mm-hmm. the kingdom and for the people that hear it, I need to have that time with God where like the aha moment doesn't instantly make me go, let me stop our time together so I can go write this, God. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Cause like I'll be writing, I'll be like, this is such a great thing that just stood out in the scripture and I could just make a note and, and just keep reading. But instead I'll be like, Ooh, now let me frame in. And then I just, I'll, I like completely lose the magic of all of it. So mm. yeah, that's what I would say. So, all right, that's it. That's the whole episode today. Mm-hmm. Happy mother's day to everybody who Happy listened. And for those that are listening, not watching, remember you can win a copy of the chosen devotional by going to six, three, three dot today forward slash chosen. And uh, we'll be giving away this and this totally free uh, here in the next couple weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. Plus if you need a Bible, we'll be happy to get you a Bible. You can drop a message to me uh, and we'll be happy to get you one uh, free of charge. You just message me your name and address in the United States. Sorry, we can't do it internationally. Um, Uh, But drop your name and address and we'll mail one to you. Uh, And last but certainly not least, if you need any prayer, you can uh, always email support at jesusway.xyz and we will definitely pray for you. If you want us to put it out on the show, let us know and we will ask others to pray for you as well. But uh, thanks again for tuning in. We appreciate every single one of you and hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day. And that's it. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.